0: thank you denise chloe and sophie for leading us in our prayers i'm now going to give us our sermon for today hopefully i'll be about five minutes because we're i've overran in other areas but we'll see so earlier you thought about and you may have even shared with those around you about the two questions what scares you and how can we be bold when we are scared I'm sure you all came up with some fantastic answers to those questions that you can think about for yourself. And in our story video, we had Peter and John healing a lame beggar, which is from the book of Acts chapter 3. And the story continues in chapter 4, so we'll be looking at that today. But the way that I would define boldness in this story is speaking freely, living without fear, and trusting God when the Spirit guides us. Would your friends or family say you are bold by this definition? But before we can answer this, let's look more into Acts 3 and 4. So in the video from Acts 3 we saw Peter and John healing a blind man. If we can have the next slide, Rachel. Peter and John trusted God. They were not fearful. They spoke freely. They lived without fear, and they allowed God to guide them, and they trusted him in guiding them. They knew that the leaders of the temple would not be happy with what they were doing. Their leader had just died on a cross for doing things that the leaders of the temple weren't happy about. So they knew that they might face the same consequences. They could possibly die for their actions. But they didn't let that fear stop them. They became bold. They knew what they needed to do, they spoke freely, they lived without fear, they trusted God and allowed the Spirit to guide them. So they healed the man. Then when we continue the story into Acts chapter 4, at the start of Acts chapter 4 it says, the priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. They seized Peter and John because it was evening. They put them in jail until the next day, but many who heard the message believed. So the number of men believed grew to about 5,000. So in their actions, they were arrested because of them. However, because they were bold and they spoke freely, they lived without fear, they trusted God and followed the Spirit, they saw 5,000 people, it says men, so it might be more, but at least 5,000 men or 5,000 people come to know Christ. They had something trying to stop them from being bold. When we are bold ourselves, we might face obstacles. We might face people trying to stop us or situations trying to stop us. Next slide, please, Rachel. We might have people trying to stop us. We may not get arrested for being bold, but we might have people at school, at work, at the coffee shop, in the park, in our own homes, calling us names and not trusting or believing us because we speak freely, we live without fear, and we trust God and we're guided by the Spirit. I do want to clarify, it's okay to be afraid. That's being human. But it's when we're afraid, how do we let that affect our actions? So the counter to being afraid is being bold by speaking freely, not letting the fear affect us, trusting God, and letting the Spirit guide us. And when I say speak freely, I do also want to clarify that we need to speak with compassion. We need to speak with kind words. We don't just go up to people and start shouting at them and calling them sinners. I'm sure we may have seen people as we walk around the street saying this. That's not what Jesus did. Jesus had relationships with people. He treated people with kindness, with love, with compassion. So when we feel a call to be bold, like Peter and John were, even though they may have got arrested, we need to think, how can we speak freely with kind words, live without fear, not letting the fear affect our lives, trusting God, and being guided by the Spirit. When we're being bold, it can feel like a leap of faith, and we had some people doing the leap of faith, and this will be out afterwards, so if you want to do the leap of faith activity afterwards, you can. But some people were nervous when there were the bigger leaps. And they felt it easy when there's small leaps. Sometimes in our life when God's asking us to be bold, it feels like a small step. And there are other times where it feels like a big step. And we might feel afraid to do it. But we need to trust in God and let the Spirit guide us. So that we can live without fear. For me, I changed jobs recently. That's quite a scary thing at times. I didn't know who was going to be here. I only met a select few people on the interview day and had a few conversations with Sam before that. So I was quite afraid at meeting all of you. But I, I trusted God. I lived without fear. And I'm speaking freely to you guys right now. Hopefully with kind words, but that's for you to judge. And I've taken that leap of faith, and I've trusted God, and been led by the Spirit. And my wife, Heather, has had to trust God as well in changing the jobs, because it affects her life. She once described, whenever I'm looking to change church, that it's like fog in front of her, and she can't see, and she has to just trust me in knowing that I'm trusting God, and God is leading us. And sometimes, when we're afraid, we need other people around us, to help guide us to trust God. And that's why Peter and John being together was really helpful for them. So now we understand boldness is about speaking freely with kind words, living without fear, not letting fear affect our lives, trusting God and being guided by the Spirit. I ask again, Would your friends and family call you bold by this definition? Do you speak freely with kind words? Do you let fear affect your lives? Do you trust God? Do you let the Spirit guide you? And that's what I had to share today. And now Sam's going to bring us our notices.